0: Oh my goodness, everybody! It has been too long. Welcome back to the Pigskin Picnic Podcast with your boy Corey Ryan Forster, and of course my co-host and one of my best friends for 35 years, and my trainer, Robbie Robertson. Here's the deal, guys. As a lot of you know, the Pigskin Picnic has been on hiatus for a couple weeks. There was a amalgamation of things that kept us off the air. There was sickness. There was vacation, there was family issues, but we are back. And here's the thing. In the interim, while we were gone, we got hundreds of messages. Where is Pigskin Picnic? Oh, my God, it's my favorite podcast in the whole world. Why isn't it here? Where is it? You can't leave me hanging like this. And all of those emails were from one person. That's right, one person. And that was our friend Paul Gray, the owner and operator and president of carved, carved Craft Vodka, Gray Matters Distillery. And it, it occurred to us that we are doing a show for one person. And you know what? Most people would say, hey man, your, your show has to have a broad reach. You you need to have a show that multiple people like. Some would say hundreds, most would say thousands. The big timers would say millions. And we thought, you know what? No. The whole deal with podcasting is how niche they are. That's what people want these days, is a niche podcast. If you're into LARPing, you want a podcast that's about LARPing. Not a podcast that's about LARPing, uh, but also going to other types of festivals. You don't want a, a, a podcast that's about music. You want a podcast that's about specific music that you like. The more niche, the better. And so we thought, here at Pigskin Picnic, why not be the first ever podcast marketed towards only one audience member, and that is our buddy, Paul Gray. So Paul, from this point forward, we will be speaking directly to you. All right, we changed formats on the podcast a little bit, a lot actually. So what me and Robbie did was we sat down and watched football on thursday night the thursday night game assuming that it would be a terrible game because all the thursday night games have been terrible we sat down we watched it and we recorded a live watch along okay because we've heard you paul we've heard you say that you missed being with us in the room when we watch football and this is as close as you're going to get since you live in jacksonville florida okay so paul me and robbie recorded a watch along i edited out all the lulls and here you go It's your dream is coming true, pal. You basically get to be in the room with me and Robbie while we're watching football. And, hey, if anybody else likes this podcast, that's just gravy. We're doing this for Paul Gray. So if you're out there and you're thinking to yourself, this isn't for me, well, you're 100% right. It's not. It's for Paul Gray. I mean, again, we hope you like it, too. But I got to tell you, we don't care. So here you go, Paul. This one's for you. Pigskin Picnic. Revamped new format, the Watch Along with Corey Ryan Forster and Robbie Robertson, all for one person, Mr. Paul Gray. Enjoy.
1: It's a dumb show about sports. That's like when Nate Diaz does his slap. That's why it's so great it's because so it's like it's just and I don't mean disrespectful in a bad way. I just mean like it's a cool way to like say, Hey, I'm fighting you, but funky, you're a bitch. You're a bitch, yeah. You're a bitch. I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. hit you in my open fit like if you punch me, that's one thing. But if you open like when uh when Wyatt Earp walks in, you know, you he slaps slapped Billy, Billy Bob Thornton. On.
0: Yeah, right like, like when Bugs Bunny used to take off his glove and slap
1: Daffy Duck yeah. in the face I feel like if uh, if Wyatt had to maybe tried to like punch him he might yeah. have tried to fight back but when he opened and just like so drew it blood was. it was just yeah. like
0: ugh yeah right it, no it is more like if, if,
1: you gonna do something or if something if somebody were
0: in a fight and they punch me in the face. We would fight, obviously, but I wouldn't be mad at them afterwards. If yeah. somebody slapped me in the face, yeah. we would fight and then I'd still be mad at them.
1: I feel like that would be more the situation like say if you were at one of these events and like Goldberg or somebody like that, the rock was there and y'all somehow it got heated. I don't think they would punch you, but I think they would be like or Batista, they would just be like, Corey, bam, and you'd be like, yeah, be like right. I'm sorry, Mr. Batista, and it'd yeah, be like yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah.
1: what am I gonna do? You like can't I'm do a, we're a different species of yeah, people, right, you know? Right. Batista is a mutant like Hulk. Yeah, yeah, and so he wouldn't punch you, but if he he could just slap you fifty percent, and and you'd be like, "It's a smart move on
0: his part because it's like if I punch him, I could kill him. Yeah, if I slap him, and
1: he knows it would look bad, but if he just goes like that, and then you would probably laugh and be like, "Oh, dude, oh oh, shit!" Yeah, and then yeah, you'd be forever. It would be like getting hit, bashing the head with a guitar. Yeah, right. I got hit by, by I got slapped by my teeth for being yeah, an asshole. Uh, Jeff
0: Jeff Jarrett slapped Cassio in the face, and then right before I got the guitar shot, Jeff Jarrett's wife slapped Cassio in the face. I watched that. I genuinely would rather take the chair shot. I think it would hurt
1: less. And the slap.
0: The, okay, let me rephrase. That. Yeah, the the slap would hurt worse first. The guitar. seen more. The, right. Because guitar shot did, literally didn't hurt when it happened. It spread happened. it all out. The yeah. guitar
1: is built to spread, disperse yeah. all the it force. It didn't hurt
0: when it happened but the next day I was in so much pain. Like the splinters went into my neck but the slap would be an immediate like... Well that's how that shit like, I would flinch like, flinched more on the slap is what I'm saying.
1: Well you know how like when we work out now you try to flex that muscle that just your chest muscle and so the next day just that chest is sore but used to when you're just mcdaniel and just the whole thing it's like it's dispersed out more it's like those things are made to like when it hits you it disperses the force so there's not a lot of force that actually you know but it's still that force a little bit of it goes all over here so then the Uh, next day you're like
0: oh i got hit by a bus yeah like Yeah, no. It's not as
1: sharp as, like, if somebody, bam, you feel that right away.
0: Yeah, like, I actually have been thinking a lot about that in terms of maybe I had a concussion. Because if you go back and watch the video, and I I remember not remembering, if that makes sense. Like, I remember there being a second where, like, I kind of came to on the ground. And when you watch the video, I go completely limp and I land on my knees. You yeah. know I have bad knees. I wouldn't choose. That's not how I would choose to land. Like, if I was going to land, I would have landed like this and put arms. I really do think that I went you out cold. You think lights
1: went out for uh-huh. about like a split second? Because
0: I remember, like, Super Dave came over there. He's the ref. Super Dave came Osborne? over there. Uh, no, Super Dave Miller. He came over there and squeezed my hand because that's what you do in wrestling. I'm supposed to squeeze back let and let him know that I'm okay. When or, or, if not, they they put up the X and they're like, "We need an emergency here." And I was so I remember coming to it and he's squeezing me, and this is how stupid I am. Instead of squeezing back, I got up and went, "I'm good," and then laid back down, <laughs> like completely broke kayfabe. Went, "I'm fine," and then laid back down.
1: You're flesh and blood. You get concussed, you know, over. Over.
0: I almost had him pick for first TD, but I didn't. Camera. Yeah.
1: It's so funny. I'm like, no, don't bet on that. That's a coin flip. But then, like, every game's a coin flip. So what well, really also, does them it matter? it's going to be five dollars yeah. because those
0: are always like plus eight hundred. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, because there's so many. It's a big pool in the it's odds a big are pool so. of
0: Players. Yeah. But like, you, but if you bet on like it'll be a defensive score the first one, you get like plus twenty four hundred or something. And I mean, look, it doesn't happen all the time, but it happens. It's worth putting five dollars down on it. At,
1: at least once or twice every Sunday, one of the team one of the games is put, pick six. loot
0: or... if you put five bucks on it every Sunday <laughs> for the rest of your life, eventually it's gonna pay out and you'll break it even. It's the
1: same thing as roulette when you put one on red or black, but then you pick a couple numbers and exactly. like you every Hedged. now and then you hit a number. Right. Boom, but hedging. you're hedging.
0: Yeah, right. You're yeah.
1: hedging with locks, locks, locks. You're hitting Merv, Merv, Merv. Dude, I'm a I am t- i have told you how good I am at roulette, haven't
0: I? I mean, I'm literally unbelievable.
1: Well, my roulette skill is I can just break even for all day, and yeah. I might not come back better or worse. But like, if we want to play all day socially, I'll break even all day. If I
0: stay there too long, I'm breaking even. But I'm gonna, but I'm gonna be up two thousand dollars at one point, and then I'm gonna throw it all away. Throw it all into yeah. something, red or black. Like on our, on our, uh, on me and Amber, when I proposed to her in mm-hmm. Vegas. I won $1,800 on the roulette, and the only reason I won $1,800 is because Amber goes, let's leave. Let's go. Because she knew, because I went in with $100. Did you go in with $100 and you're up 1800 Why the fuck would you leave?
1: Was that where, when Chris was there with pre-Little Meg? Yep. yep. The other weird the Little girl Meg? They
0: called me Ham Satan. And they had a, she ruined his whole trip.
1: Of course she did. And his life for a little She while. was awful to him
0: the whole time.
1: Over. 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 See, you, nobody bet on Shereed or whoever the fuck to score the first touchdowns.
0: Dude, that was a fucking bomb right there.
1: Andy Dalton, red rifle. <laughs> I'm smelling over hard on this one, buddy. Absolutely. And now that they've opened up the pass game. Already later, the best
0: Thursday night game. Already.
1: Seriously. First two minutes, there's a bomb. Yep. Yep. Now that they've opened up the pass game, they're gonna let Taysom Hill start running it, so he's gonna hit the over. Mm-hmm. New Collar's got two new deep threats in one day. He went from he's played six weeks, two which and four. Means
0: he's gonna be scrambling a lot, which means yeah, because he'll so either he bomb say, it yeah, or right. scramble it. Yeah,
1: he'll do the old McNair. I'm trying to pass. Yeah, I, swear to God. I swear to God, Jeff, I'm trying to pass it. Just oh, whoop, 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 <laughs> Fisher. It's really a miracle Fisher allowed McNair to be quarterback. I can't believe it. You would think he would just let uh, what's his punter name? Uh, Craig Hendrick. Hendrick. <laughs> what a pull! What uh, a pull! Left, left-footed punter, right? Yeah. Well, wasn't he one of the he rare pretty, lefties? Pretty
0: sure, he was. Yeah, he was awesome too. Him and Al Del Greco were the fucking dynamic duo in the in the kicking game. That was also back in the day when, like, because I, I remember this happening. Del Greco, he was automatic, and then one game he missed a routine field goal, he was gone. They used to do that, remember? Sorry, I'm remembering, uh, is it Baronis? Yeah, he got killed. Yeah. Yeah, Was it Rob Baronis? Yeah, Rob Baronis. Wasn't
1: he married to the coaches? He was married to to Jeff Fisher's
0: daughter no he was married to Terry Bradshaw's daughter that's right that's right and he was like in the car running from him or something like he snapped and went crazy and I guess they were about to get she just I think the story was she had just told him that she was leaving him or something and clearly he was whacked out of his mind and he just took off and was like going like 90 something miles an hour on that bridge in Nashville and just but no Bradshaw he was the heir to the Bradshaw dynasty
1: all he had to do was not that yeah
0: I remember, I went to... Uh, I went hey, to, wait, wait. Twice
1: in your Are there any thoughts about maybe Bradshaw's didn't want a punter being the heir to the Bradshaw dynasty? It could be that. Like, Terry Jr. clearly is not a quarterback. Right.
0: Yeah, uh, and I don't think Terry Bradshaw would kill somebody, but I think he could have
1: it done. I'm not even saying have it done, but I'm saying if he was already on edge and he was having some mental problems, and well, it, even, or, yes. I mean, hey, we got to get rid of this kicker. You know, Let's get you a man. I
0: remember... I remember, uh, I remember the day that it happened because I was... You know, I used to... This is how stupid I am. I couldn't afford Red Zone. This is when I was living in Fort Oglethorpe. Like, I couldn't afford to get Red Zone. So every Sunday, I drove to Trey's house in Oak Ridge, Tennessee and watched his Red Zone. Like, literally drove an hour and 45 minutes both ways every Sunday and would go watch Red Zone with Trey. And... So, so I remember the first, like, this particular day, I knocked, like, he had kids, so, like, the door was locked. You don't just come in. And I knocked on the door, and I go, I go, I go, what's up, man? And he goes, oh, the Titans are down, and our kicker is dead. <laughs> and I thought he meant, like, our kicker sucks, yeah. you know? And we were sitting there during the game, and they were just like, oh, oh. and remember, it's a Rob Baronis And I was like, my, 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 my,
1: What happened? And he's
0: our like, pet's what? heads are falling off? <laughs> he goes, I told you he's dead. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs>
1: We're losing, throwing two picks, our kicker's head's falling off. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, that's a rude awakening, man. You get up to a Sunday morning red zone and kicker's dead.
0: (laughs) This is dead. Hey,
1: speaking of kickers that I thought was dead, uh, you know who the Cardinals signed this week?
0: Hold on, let me try. So, like, field goal kicker.
1: Goggles. Oh, shit, goggles? Goggles. Um, Blankenship. Yeah, right. Wait.
0: He was not with the Colts anymore?
1: They cut him. Really? The Colts cut him. Uh he, missed, like, he was
0: playing shitty, yeah. Well,
1: like the first game. Oh,
0: over! 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 Over!
1: over. Rondell Moore. Is this Thursday night football? I know what's happening. I love Al
0: Michaels so much. Is this Thursday night
1: football? What's going on? There's plays. Dude, he's got single coverage on all his little Rondells now that they've got fucking Hopkins back. So now he runs around. Not only can Hopkins go up, everybody else is single coverage. So they just run around a little bit. You know, he's like, buddy, he's running. So it's it's almost like you know in baseball when you've got a one and two pitcher, then that makes your three and four pretty good. Yeah, right. But if the one and two is out, it's like we can't win the World Series. Our one and two is out. Right. When your one and two receivers are there, your three and fours are real good at like because they only got one guy. They got a safety running around behind them,
0: and they're fresher.
1: Yeah. They don't have to be out there every play, and Hopkins. Because that
0: brings in your four and five. Right? Yeah.
1: Who usually your four and five is like your punt returner. He exactly. just get him a little screen pass yeah. and let him wiggle. He might not can run like. Right, speaking him.
0: of four and five, did a did you know that Josh Gordon was on the Titans practice squad? They just signed. No, somebody no, else got, got signed,
1: uh, and the Chiefs signed him. I oh, think. really.
0: I didn't even know. Like, that makes me so sad. Somebody
1: signed him. Uh, yeah, I just he know was, that the
0: Titans cut him.
1: He missed his whole career, his whole prime. He was, like, the most talented receiver. How get,
0: how do you, if you cut somebody <clears throat> from a practice squad, don't, I mean, there had to be some, like, issues, right? Because, like, surely to God, he's good enough to look good in practice.
1: I don't know, man. Maybe he was, he relied on being the best athlete in the world, and maybe he just ain't anymore. That's been, dude, it's been 10 years since he was the best athlete. That's true. Or nine or ten years.
0: He's probably not busting ass in practice. Squad. After
1: eight years of you can't play, you can't play, you can't yeah. play. Like he can't have the same drive that he did.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: Damn it. I want red flag by guy. He ain't gonna
0: get his fifty yards on this one.
1: I mean, Josh Gordon was Brandon Marshall. He was DK Metcalf. He was that that like mm. physically
0: athletic. And had to stay in power. Of Brandon Marshall, goddammit!
1: Brandon Marshall's the dude. Well, Brandon, Brandon Marshall just AJ
0: Green's the new <clears throat> Brandon Marshall in terms of longevity.
1: Yeah, but he just ain't mean. Like Brandon Marshall's just mean. I just dude. mean
0: like Brandon Marshall. I swear to God, was on my fantasy team for twelve years in a row, and AJ Green also has been. Like they just every year. I know, and Frank Gore, I always had Frank Keep Gore on too. Doing it. I had <clears throat> Frank Gore every year, and he fucking, goggles. Yep. So there he, we go. He fucking played good every year. Like, it was never stupid to start Frank Gore. Look,
1: four minutes of game and we've got ten, 10 points. points. over. Dude. And Goggles is in, so they're yeah. going to kick some 50, 55, 60 yarders. Hey, go, hey, go. The NFL's so weird how, like, there's some dudes that can't even... That, like, their limit is 51, 52, but they'll make all the 44s. But then, right. like, Rodrigo can make a 62, but he gets cut after one game. Right. It's just fucking weird. I'm surprised... He looks like I would say most likely to
0: shoot up a school.
1: What's the nice? One? Well, I'm trying to think of the nice way to say. It. I think the best way I put it was uh, he looks. He's most likely to have a pet tarantula.
0: <laughs> Dude, he does look like that kid that wants a tarantula. Which
1: also means he's either more likely to, you know. Shoot himself, a school, a school, then himself. Yeah, a lot of but when he when he kills himself, there is a tarantula that's going to starve to death.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I'm not saying that every school shooter owns a tarantula, but I am saying that if you see a kid with a tarantula, keep an eye out.
1: Just keep. I thought you're every kid who has a tarantula shoots shoots up up a school. Yeah. Yeah, no, just just keep an eye out. Did did you see? that I show you that uh, French comedian that was talking about like the American study where like seventy three percent of American children, you know, they were they were given the option yeah. you can either have like one brownie or one, yeah, have that like, go again. Also try
0: chocolate.
1: You can have one uh, one cookie now, or uh, you can wait. Fifteen minutes, and then you can have two cookies. Yeah, yeah. Seventy-three yeah. exactly. percent of the kids. Oh, it's marshmallows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Seventy-three percent of the American kids <laughs> pulled out a gun, <laughs> took shot. the teacher down to the marshmallow, marched the teacher to the marshmallow <laughs> store, demanded all the marshmallows they could eat, and then shot <laughs> as many students as they could before, of course, shooting turning them, the turning the gun on, and on themselves. Seventy-three percent. <laughs> <arms. Yeah. 73%. laughs> yeah.
0: Yep. Dude, that comedian has... that. When I saw that bit, it made me... I mean, I've always kind of thought this, but it made me realize, like, dude, if I was to take my exact style of comedy and I went over there and did it, it they'd love me. Because over here, half the people hate me, but over there, everybody would be like, yep. Well,
1: half of that bit was him going, the mouse to the mouse, mouse mellow still. Like, yeah. it was just like, it sounded perfect, you know?
0: Andy Dalton looks like... He
1: looks like I can't decide.
0: He looks like if Prince Harry went to East Ridge. <laughs> That's what it is. I
1: thought he, he kind of looks like the uh, and this of course didn't happen at our church because Daryl and Paul were you know father and son, but like he reminds me of like a frustrated Alan Goolsby type, like <laughs> the the backup pastor like a backwoods church and he really wants the pastor to let him do more. Yeah. And every he, sermon he's just like.
0: Uh, frustrated. He, you just want. Get me a frustrated Alan Goolsby <laughs> Give me a young frustrated Alan
1: Goolsbee. Uh You have a, a red tinted Alan Goolsby uh, We need like a, a associate pastor. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I think both of these defenses are like they're big play defenses, so they'll get sacks and interceptions. But that goes more to the over. Yeah, right. And then both the offenses. Yeah, I don't care how the points get up there. It's all over. Like, both, yeah. like when they're talking about they both have good defenses, but, like, the only shutdown player on the Saints is out. Lattimore's out. Right. So, they're just going to try to make sacks and interceptions. Get
0: a fumble, pick it up, run it in, over.
1: Yeah. Give Taysom Hill the ball, let him yeah. run around. Dude, Fifty. it's all over. Nothing's
0: it's over. Just although, give me something to drink. I, I'm not as confident about my bet on the Cardinals. On them winning? Yeah.
1: Oh, dude, they haven't even started yet using their, uh, their toys. Yeah. You gotta warm that new dildo up, son. Put the battery in, like, <laughs> yeah. shake it up, take the plastic let, off. Let it home for a minute. Let it, <laughs> <laughs> let it home. Let it home. Everyone loves Put it on the rent cycle for just, you know, 10
0: minutes. Dude, can you even fathom how much money DraftKings is making?
1: Well, all like DraftKings, MGM, all, they all have like their commercials have one thing in common. They spent fifty billion dollars on just who's all the famous, most right. famous people because they can afford it. They get the whole Manning family and then just JB Smooth. Like, and Cooper's my favorite, Archie. And dude, there's literally no telling
0: how much they pay to be the principal sponsor on Lebitor show. Because Levitard
1: has the number one sports Yeah, the Meadowluck Media Network yeah, is in, like...
0: In the world, number one. So like, and their deal with DraftKings is very different than like their Sheets and Giggles Like DraftKings is... This whole show is brought to you by yeah, DraftKings. everything. And to get a...
1: Well, and they're the number one betting partner of the NFL right. Which I'm... A $10 billion a year business. That's the NFL is a $10 billion. Levitard's
0: talked about it a lot. And when he brought it up, it was actually surprising the first time I'd ever thought about it. But like, having the NFL be a literal partner to a betting site is is uh it's not good.
1: Well, it just makes it it makes the um there's a lot more details that need to be explained to the every person like to the the casual fan to understand that there's not some bullshit there involved in the betting like and to I mean, me, it's not worth it for the NFL to yeah. try to because they don't explain right. well. They, they don't explain it enough to like a. The referees are paid so much that it's not worth it. Like yeah, right,
0: and that's why they do that. Like, yeah, and you they have get, to be a lawyer. Yeah, you, you have
1: to go through a certain amount of vetting to be a referee. They pay them enough to where like that kind of stuff shouldn't come into play. Um, they're trying to maintain the integrity, but that's why like Calvin Ridley. He bet, like, 1500 bucks and got in so much trouble. And everybody's like, well, you're connected to it. But it's like, that's how they can maintain it is they're like, well, no. If we don't let the players, the coaches, or the anybody else, why not let everybody else bet on it? And that's how they want to try to – but they don't explain all that. They just – it looks like, well, you're sponsoring fantasy or DraftKings, yeah, but right. you're telling them they can't bet. But it's like well, the only people who shouldn't be able to bet, according to the NFL – Players, coach, anybody involved with the team. If you yeah, have right. inside – it's like insider inside trading. trading. yeah. Right. Yeah, so you can't be doing that shit. But Calvin Ridley should have gotten in trouble, like a fine, but like Not six suspended. games that's or half ridiculous. the season is, Like is Was it, it six if, or eight
0: Because he didn't even bet on
1: his own game. I think there was like one or two. of his, He bet on a bunch of parlays, and I think like his team that he was injured. If it's a
0: parlay, it shouldn't count. But,
1: dude, he was injured. So, again, like – so yeah, you're right. saying he's – well, he still has information. Like he knows
0: – Yeah, that's true, but like – don't I don't give a fuck if you have information, but if you're out there throwing the game, that like yeah. if you're doing the, the black sock shit, yeah. then I have a problem with it. But if you just have like, faith in your team. Yeah, but
1: like that's what they say they have inside information but it's like every team thinks they're going to win. Yeah, like right. they're like, "Oh, we're going to blitz more. Like right. it's going to work." Like
0: yeah, and like, dude, Adam Shefford works 28 hours a day. We got plenty of information. And
1: again, all the people that try to pick games at the top level of like betting they only get a little bit more than fifty percent right, right, and like that's what I'm saying. Like, so like, not no, me and you and Maggie, too much
0: information hurts you. Yeah,
1: me, you, Megan, Amber get, that we start picking games, and They'll at the win. end of the season, it'll probably be cl- it will Amber, all be about Amber the same. Won our
0: fantasy, Amber won our fantasy. uh last year based on nothing. Based on nothing. She also won a uh, NCAA bracket one year, and literally, she just like I think it was the year that like a lot of number ones just happened to go you know what I mean like they made it so like it was number one number one and like it fucking worked out
1: do you remember this is like ten years ago but one of the March Madness things it was like a a perfect bracket there was like one perfect bracket left and it was a kid that was uh, I think he was some type of autistic
0: right
1: And they were, like, making a big deal about, like, somehow his autism had helped him pick this bracket. And I'm like, it it's just random, y'all. It's yeah, just right. random. And this kid happens to be autistic. But, like, right. all the bracket, He didn't, like, say, oh, yeah, Appalachian State. Blah, blah, blah. He yeah, didn't know the yeah. sixteen was Yeah, they have a great rebounder here. Like, no, nah, he, he, he just got ha- Well, he just happened to have a thing. And they right. made they made it, like, this kid's got down soon. I mean, this kid's got autism. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, right. Oh, he just picked a Quite bracket. A coincidence. Like, yes, anybody yeah, could.
0: Could have been a construction worker. <laughs> yeah, like, it's not like solving three Rubik's Cubes while you're juggling. You know what I mean? It's random. It's flipping
1: a coin. Yeah, right. Every, a almost, bunch.
0: Yeah. It's flipping a coin fucking 38 times or whatever. Speaking of coin, are they doing, is the, the Raiders guy doing that this year? Did you see the, did you know anything about the coin last year? What coin? Oh, because you're not on Reddit or anything. So this, this Raiders fan, every game last year, and he made it to like game 12. He flipped a coin to, to determine if the Raiders were going to win or lose, and he won twi- he, twelve games in a row. He predicted it like tails was a loss, heads was a win, and it, everybody was freaking out for so long because, like, you know, everyone was like ten games in. They're like the fucking coin still works. So everybody was making bets based on the coin, and up until game twelve, they were all right. And like, it didn't start even being a thing until like game four because before that, yeah. it was just like okay, two or three games. But like game four, it was like face him. Game four, it was like I don't know. What are the odds of that? Like literally, what are the odds of that? Like somebody tell me, I have no idea. Something. But yeah, the coin was like well, twelve and zero at one point.
1: This was several. This is probably like three, four years ago. But uh, one year, Stu got started the football season NFL picks like zero and twenty, zero for twenty one or something. Yeah, right. It was like remarkable how many he and he, got he was wrong. picking them on Thursday yeah, and right. like he just kind of all so wrong. It was like you couldn't possibly. You couldn't try to pick them all bad, like no,
0: because if you pick the opposite of what you think, you're no. honestly you're dude. Trey started doing that, so
1: picked stanza,
0: so nice. Thank you. Uh, it only, it it only worked from one week because obviously the universe reset itself. But Trey, like, he has a hilariously bad, uh, uh, record with with betting. Like, unbelievable things will happen. Like, Trey will make this like fucking like all right, this is the right move, and then like. A a firework will go off and blind Andy Dalton. Randy
1: Johnson explodes a bird. Yeah,
0: like that stuff happens to Trey. And so one week I was like, why don't you Costanza it? And he's like, you saying I do the opposite? And I was like, well, if everything you do is wrong, the opposite must be right. And he did, and he won 85% that week. But then he said what happened was... He started making bets and he couldn't decide what he thought because he's like, wait, am I saying? He that was overcorrecting. He's me, like, am yeah. I saying that because it's the opposite or like how? So last week, you know, I had a real, I was uh, I was four for six last week. And what I did was, it wasn't the opposite, but it was first instinct betting. Nah. It was just look at it, click. Look at it, click. Because what I fuck myself up with is I'll look at something and then I'll go, well, there, you know, and then I go, eh, and it's the opposite. So I was just first instinct betting. What do you think? What do you think? What do you think?
1: Four for six, locks. Because if you don't, if you stop and think about it, <clears throat> I'll, like, out of it, I'll play out even the narrative of how the game ended in my head, and I'll be like, "Oh yeah, the Eagles, of course, won because this and this and this." And it's like, well, of course, if I imagine that, then it seems like it happened, uh-huh. but like and it never happens the, the way I think that I thought it would. The, at the very end,
0: <clears throat> I stopped myself from the uh, from the first instinct thing, and it was I was going to take the Falcons. And I was like, hey, I can't with the Falcons. And they fucking won. Yeah. I first instinct would have had
1: it. See, Falcons are not bad. No, they're not bad. And
0: Mariota's playing good as
1: shit. Mariota's doing the thing where, uh, you know, he used to always try to do athletic stuff. And he's actually trying to do more Tom Brady stuff and just use his athleticism when he can. Right. And he's like, I saw that he was saying that he's learned how to try to dink and dunk a little bit more. He's like, that's not a bad thing. He's like, I used to think Dink and Dunk was a bad thing. He's like, but if you're getting first downs, right, that's just plays. You know, it's like. <clears throat> also,
0: you know, good and well, that Mariota has the exact same type of personality as Russell Wilson does, except for he has the common decency to shut the fuck up. Yeah,
1: I was gonna say, except for he's a nice, normal person. Yeah, like, like they're I both gonna do that. They're both kind of lame, square dudes that like are not very interesting. But uh, he's a no- he's a nice guy. Right. This is this over is gonna be so much fun. Oh, all right. The, remember the game we were watching at your old house in Porto where it was like we calculated the points that you needed for that? Yeah. And it was like a Monday night game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For and, my fantasy? Yeah, and it was like the Saints tied in needed like points, and, and he got it on like the last yeah. play, yeah, it was and just, you yeah. won by like 0. 0.4 points. Yeah. But our, it was so funny. Exactly right? Going into the fourth quarter, we, like, figure out the math. And we're like, He'd have to have, like, 72 yards in the yeah, fourth right. quarter. And it yeah, was like, right. holy shit. But it was – was it Jimmy Graham? Yeah,
0: it was Jimmy Graham. I think it was Jimmy Graham. I know, it was, I know it was Jimmy Graham because I actually remember every tight end I've ever had.
1: It was a Saints Monday night game. Yeah. You know, every time we either have one of those moments or Lance dies, it's a Monday night game. But every time. <clears throat> All right. Here's the – my weirdest thing about the uh, – Saints offense, so you know Mark Ingram is like, he's like a short, stocky, powerful back, right? Yeah. And Kamara is you see that like
0: picture of him standing next to Derrick Henry. Yeah, yeah, he looks it's tiny. Hilarious. Because Derrick Henry's a monster. Not really.
1: So Ingram's like short, stocky, just a pow. He's like you think of him as like the muscle hamster kind of right. guy. Like, um, Kamara is more like a he's like thin and he's wiggly and he's like shifty. Do you know that they're the exact same height and weight? Are you serious? Exact same height and weight. That's like me and you. They're the exact same. Yeah. But they're just like, they're totally different builds. Built, right. But they're the same they're height the same. and weight. They That's both weigh crazy. like 215. It's just dis- like spread out in a different way somehow.
0: That's crazy. I was, uh, yeah, weight is so weird. Like, I was trying to explain to Amber, like, how... How big my legs? And I I was gonna say you
1: got trunk legs. Yeah, but like Kamara's legs are are bigger than you realize. Yeah, and so that's why or Ingram looks his arms and chest look, but like Kamara's thighs are fucking
0: huge. And I don't have like I'm not saying like I've got like Brock Lesnar legs, but my legs are bigger than most people's legs. You're like
1: you and your dad have trunk legs, legs, man. They're huge.
0: Well, I was trying to explain to Amber because she, I was like, I was like, you don't understand how different weight distributes through your body. And I told her this. I go, okay. I said, me and Robbie are almost the same height, famously. I said, I said, what do you think the difference in weight is between me and Robbie? And she's, and this was not currently. This was like maybe a couple months ago. And she's like, I don't know, like ten pounds. I was like, fifty. I weigh fifty pounds more than Rob. And we, and you're right. Like, like don't get me wrong. When we stand next to each other, you look more cut and in shape. But it's not. Like we look about I, the same. But it's not like I look like a big old fat fuck. You no, know what I mean? Like we look. Like, about the we same, look if we're in clothes, like if me and you were both wearing a sweatshirt, standing next to each other, aside yeah. from my cheeks, people would probably be like, "Yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're definitely almost the same height." Right. You know what I mean? But like famously, she's like, she's like, "There's no fucking way that you weigh fifty pounds more than him." I was like, "Fucking bet!" It, I promise you, it, I
1: do. I was uh, explaining to my mom there that you know how Zach, my brother in law, is like, he's jacked, but like. He weighs. Tiny weighs. He weighs like sixty pounds more than I do. My sister's like, "Well, you and Zach are about the same." And I'm like, "Jessica, he's sixty pounds." He's but "I was exp- so." He's got
0: like twelve inches everywhere on him. Well, so
1: like, not only is he, he his muscles are huge, <clears throat> but he, um, I was like, "Mom, his knees, like, look at his kneecaps. His knees are twice as big. as Like, just yeah, his just his big. limbs are big, like." He's got a bunch of knee bone and a yeah. bunch of shoulder bone that he I is. don't have, and like
0: he's built it? like. Uh... He's, he's built like if Tiger Woods played football instead of
1: golf yeah he they have really, the same
0: thing cause like you know Tiger's like got huge arms and shit but he's, his waist is like this big and then his legs go so back he's out got, he's got like a reverse A frame you know but what I mean you don't
1: see a butt that small in a man with an ass that big comparatively uh-huh. like Zach and Tiger have like their butts go their waist goes way yeah. in and then yeah, their, their ass goes like way in literally
0: out. like they're built like, a, up, like an like yeah you know
1: but that's not so Zach's waist is smaller but then like his knee oh
0: back. Damn it.
1: It's fine, but we'll should have been a safety. Sh- should have been a safety, yeah. Should have been a safety. Should have tried to run it out. do you out of feel field. like
0: you I don't mean like him at mm. I like him overall, but do you find that you like JJ White more now that he's a Cardinal? No, well he it.
1: he's like a, a big vanilla Russell Wilson, yeah, but right. at least he's he's not a, as corny dude. He's a nicer guy though. No, he's just as corny. I
0: don't think he's as corny.
1: Maybe not. I don't well. think anybody, Robert, you know why? You, you know seen, why? He got brother. He's got like two brothers that are mean fullback. Have, have
0: You've seen the Russell Wilson Subway commercials?
1: Yes. Oh my god, dude! The one where he's just kind of rambling also, like Mr. a serial killer, Mister
0: Unlimited. Like, the worst, Robbie. Wait, the but the answer. worst
1: part? Have you seen the ingredients on his sandwich? No,
0: but it's Subway. So it's, I know it's garbage.
1: No, but all the other anybody else you see have like Marshawn had like Marshawn has like a spicy steak and Chipotle yeah. something and like. <laughs> It's supposed to be spicy, and Russell's like, Ooh, have you ever done anything that dangerous before? Oh, it's dangerous. I've read, like read something like that. Oh, no, maybe that's too dangerous. It's like salami, pepperoni, banana peppers, and like cheese. And then, like, uh, most of the reviews say, like, the spiciest thing on it is the pepper just black, pe- like, literally black pepper that's sprinkled on it. It's, there's nothing, it's not really, yeah, it's you know like what
0: my favorite in, type of salami is. Gino, Gino. Something. I've heard
1: it pronounced differently than that. Well,
0: I was just saying it for the joke of. Uh, oh, because G- he's better. Because he's, he's been cooking. He's been cooking.
1: Gino salami.
0: Yeah, I think here's what I think about Russell and that the subway stuff.
1: <laughs> I thought you were saying Gino as because I don't know how to say that. Yeah, it's that probably kind of Genoa.
0: Salami. I think it's Genoa. But then
1: I heard a com- a fancy commercial say Genoa, Genoa and I was like, it's, like it's Gino. Definitely,
0: it's definitely like Genoa. Okay. Um, I think that. I think that with the Russell uh, subway commercials, they were their goal was they're like, okay, Russ is super corny. We're going to lean into that and make a joke of how corny he is. But Russ didn't get that, and so he still was trying to be super cool, and so it came across as corny but not on purpose. He's
1: doing the thing where he still thinks he's cool and doesn't know it's a joke of yeah. where it's not cool. And that's all I'll say. Uh, over. Over.
0: God damn it. Did I tell you about the time me and dad went to Hooters
1: and He the complimented we, the chef. He,
0: he, asked speak, he asked to speak to him. We, we, and they're like, yeah, we'll take you back
1: to uh, the kitchen. The chef.
0: Yeah, and he's like, I got to talk to this guy. Whoever made these goddamn wings. Can I I hope, I, they were good.
1: They've got a Michelin Man chef. Yeah,
0: he looked like the Michelin Man.
1: <laughs> I want
0: to speak to this chef. <laughs>
1: These crab legs change the way I think about seafood. (laughs) Oh, no. Let Kyler run it, dum dums. Either way, just score, for
0: God's sakes.
1: First down slop. (laughs) Oh, dude. I saw a thing today about the Ravens. Uh, So, the Ravens, you know, they're three and three. Mm. In the history of NFL football, since football started, there's been 39 NFL teams that through the first six games, they have had a 10-point or more lead, like a double-digit lead in all six games and lost. There are none of them that don't have a winning record, except for the Ravens this year. The Ravens are the first team to ever go 10-point lead. Oh! Oh, he bobbled it. No, he bobbled it. Flag. Oh, dude. That's, fucking That's good because if they get the if they get a pass interference they get the one Kylo or just sneak it in.
0: Exactly.
1: Did a lot of stuff at Purdue. What does that mean out? That's like when you don't know what a player did. Yeah. You just say he did a lot of stuff at Al Purdue. He a pro. Yeah. That's like how Barkley does the March Madness like yeah. uh good hands, long, he's long. <laughs> he's
0: long. We
1: got senior guards. <laughs> Yeah, here's a defensive back. He did a lot at Purdue. He
0: did a lot.
1: Practice, games, yeah. class.
0: I bet he did. He's in the NFL. Yeah. And that's where he went to college.
1: <laughs> oh, Goggles. Uh-oh.
0: He's going to miss it. What do you think
1: his tarantula's name is? Bert.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there we go, Goggles.
1: I love how Tennessee fans act like they've waited 15 years to smoke cigars. <laughs> like, cheap cigars. Yeah. Like, oh. You are doing the thing that you already do every single night—is you smoke two dollar cigars. Yeah. You don't have to beat Alabama to smoke this backwoods in your pocket. The backwoods in your front pocket. Well, what a thing backwoods were. That was my first cigar. Me too. I went the the night I turned eighteen. I rode and got some backwoods. Were yeah. you with me? Oh yeah. I think we went and smoked I know up for a in the fu- Yeah. But
0: I, I smoked me one too. We
1: went down. Uh, Roller coaster road, brother to yeah, the road, religion, yeah. where all them kids died. Yeah, Bray Gray almost for died our sins. Yeah. yeah, that's a good little sign there. Uh,
0: what the hell? Over. Oh, I thought
1: that was a script. Well, damn it! Now Tyson's
0: not going to get no yards. I'm so worried about the wrong bet. Yeah, you
1: got all these different bets yeah. going, and you're just worrying about.
0: Well, which... in my brain, I'm like, you got the over.
1: Well, I know, but it's like, it's almost like, and I'm understanding this to the point of my own anxiety, but like. Every play is going towards some of your wins, yeah, but you right. can only think about, oh no, now my other one might lose, because, but it's like... Because it's the biggest payout. It's the longest shot. It's definitely... Which is end why end. it's the biggest payout, of course. But... Oh, I hope he went out.
0: Oh! Oh, no, I don't think
1: he... Mm, that looks like a little white touching white. Oh, he's out.
0: He's out. Look at his... Look at the side oh
1: You know what they call it in the NFL when white touches white? Uh, Preseason.
0: <laughs> oh, that's good.
1: Dude, I guess the NFL has started ending racism. Have you seen this? Yeah, I did. Uh, like that remember it used to be all in the mi- in the middle of the end zone? Yeah, right. They've moved it back to just the back stripe of the end zone. So clearly back like of the bus. it's moved <laughs> they wrote, they've Rosa Parks the end racism, <laughs> the end
0: racism. and uh, also they're <sighs> intercepting cancer. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, I don't know if that's a good thing. I don't either. I
0: saw that and I was like, I know we're trying to make a football pun here, but like, why not like sack cancer? I
1: thought that. So I saw the sack pe- cancer. Sack, can- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah,
0: sack cancer.
1: <laughs> Blitz. Murray, run it. Oh, goddamn, you turd. Have we talked about the uh, Washington owner, Dan Snyder's new stuff where he's got all the private investigators? They're trying
0: to get there. Uh, I thought that Jim <clears throat> Ursay is leading the charge of the committee well, to get rid of him. So there's
1: a reason Ursay's there, but do you know what he's there's doing? There's free drinks. To, <laughs> there's always, it's NFL owners, there's always yeah, right. free drinks, but. Uh, so, Dan Snyder, you know how he's in all this hot water yeah. of sexual harassment, toxic workplace, Sending like emails the, to group. being terrible at everything of his yeah. job. Um, so, he has apparently hired like six or seven private investigators to just go and basically stalk Jerry Jones, Robert Kraft, Roger Goodell, all like the most, the, the commissioner and the big owners just to, get, to get dirt on them so he can blackmail them into keeping his team. And apparently, he told one of his executives that, like, the NFL's a mafia, and all the owners hate each other. And then one of the other owners said, no, it's not. We just all hate Dan. You, yeah, yeah, right. we all get along great. But so basically, all the owners have found out he's hiring investigators just to try to blackmail all of us. We've got to get him out make him sell the team. But they have to vote, like, 24 out of 32 have to vote, kick him out. 24
0: <laughs> out of 32? Yes, yeah, so they oh, got to get two-thirds magic- or whatever, yeah, right. the majority.
1: So they got to get... Uh, 24, 24 owners to vote to yeah. vote somebody. Well, you're talking about making a billionaire sell his thing. Yeah, so right. like, twenty four right. of them have to say this guy's got to go. Right. Well, he's got dirt. You know, he's you can got
0: get fifteen easily to be like, let's say yes, and then we'll buy the team. Right.
1: But you've got like Jerry Jones, Goodell, Robert Kraft, all these guys that don't want any dirt getting out on them, and they know if they try to get him out, he'll start leaking dirt.
0: Right. Because there's dirt.
1: There's dirt. Who's the one dude that don't give a shit about his dirt? Jim Ursay, yeah, the right. Colts owner. Right. So hey Jim, you know how everybody already knows you're on Coke and, and you are horse. He's got it but he's a good guy though. Like yeah. he doesn't get in trouble with shit like that. Yeah, like Ursay really is like drugs, yes. Hookers, yeah. yes, everything. So he's like <laughs> yeah. we gotta make a move and like let I, him know. I heard uh, David Sampson was talking on the Levittard thing about how he said any move like this where somebody talks, like an owner talks, he said it's not like he just randomly did that. He goes he was selected Goodell and Jerry John, they said, "Who's the who's our spokesperson for this? Somebody's got to leak out and say we got to vote him out." And they're like, "Anybody have nothing to lose here?" And her says, yeah. "Like, oh, I got it." Y'all ever heard of the bug thing? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and uh yeah, so Ursay was just the the mouthpiece, like the meat shield. Normally it's Goodell is the one that's right. like meat, but now Goodell apparently has stuff to lose. Yeah, of course. But Ursay has nothing to lose. He's independently you know, he's a billionaire. Yeah, right.
0: Like if he loses the team, it'll be fine. But
1: he's already gotten in his trouble. He's already gotten all the things to be like, "Eh, right. whatever, my face just looks like this now. Robert
0: Kraft's already got caught getting jacked off.
1: Yeah, but they all like they have Robert Kraft. Paid a lot of money to get that stuff covered up. You yeah, know what right. I'm saying? Like, Jerry Jones, Robert. Those guys pay a lot of money just to cover stuff up. Jim Irsay is just like, eh. I did it. Ah, whatever. Put it on nine.
0: Yeah. You got video? Oh, you do? Shit. Well. Dude, I bet you everyone loves Ursay.
1: <laughs> he buys all the drinks. Yeah, right. Everywhere.
0: Yeah. Dude, did you ever see uh, Oh, I think it was an episode of Parks and Recreation where uh, Andy... Get, he gets to he gets go, to go and, like to yeah, go to the Coachville. and, and is there yeah. and he is so visibly hammered coked it, out it is the it is, like he don't even say anything but he's the most visibly fucked up person I've ever seen like he just looks like he's having a great time he, he looks sweet
1: he apparently he's a nice charitable man hey, who no, likes to get fucked Davis up. Would be awesome. Yeah, Mark Davis would drive him home. Yeah, because yeah. Mark Davis would only have two martinis, yeah, real tall.
0: Yeah,
1: real tall. And he'd keep the glass to cut his hair in after, like, <laughs> 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 just flip it over. He just does the, the the two finger pour, turns it up, shaking, not clipped.
0: <laughs> Shaken, <a> not clipped. <laughs> Mark Martin Davis's martini haircut, shaken not clipped.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the only guy with a barber tender. Murray Ray, yeah, you yeah, own yeah! it!
0: Not a yard more, Corey's got money on it. Dude, speaking of the lines and having high expectations for people, I felt the exact same way about Cliff Kingsbury.
1: They've got a little mini Kingsbury on the sideline. I just saw he's like a little, uh, I don't know if he's a strength coach or a trainer. get-back
0: Kingsbury. He's like
1: a get-back Kingsbury. He looks just like him without the beard. And he's even wearing the same shirt, the yeah. same haircut.
0: Yeah.
1: I wish I had one of those. A
0: get-back Kingsbury. A get, just
1: a little get-back dude. Oh, Kyle's was yelling at him.
0: It makes me laugh so much that my stepfather was the get- or my father-in-law was
1: the get-back coach. Your kids are going to know how to stay the fuck back. Yeah, they really will. Damn. Dude, he's about to fight Kingsbury. Yeah, he is. He better they watch out. Apparently, they don't get along. Like, well, he likes the little Kingsbury. So, apparently, you know,
0: Kingsbury has been trying to get with Kyler Murray, you know, in the NFL for years because he coached him at uh,
1: Texas uh, A&M. A&M but Texas Tech. Whatever.
0: But Kingsbury has been, like, on a mission to, you know, reunite him and, and Kyler Murray. And apparently, Kyler Murray, that don't hit for him. And, like, he didn't want it to happen. And, like, he thinks of Kingsbury as, like, a thirsty bitch. And uh, I think it's been, like, kind of evident this season. Over. Like, they, they do not get along.
1: Like, he thinks... He wants to be the, the diva star. Like yeah, he, yeah. Kingsbury wants to be yeah. Kyler, yeah. and he gets mad at Kyler when he doesn't like... Yeah,
0: and he's just like, I don't know. It, it's just a really weird... It's a weird situation, and you can tell that they... I mean, I say they don't like each other. Kyler Murray don't like him, and he likes Kyler Murray, I think, is how, it, is how it's gone. Ooh. I could be making all this up, by the way. I have really specific dreams sometimes, and it wouldn't surprise me if one of my dreams were... <laughs> Kingsbury and, and and Kyler Murray uh he's jealous of him. Like I could see that being a dream. they going for two. Over. Ooh, bad it! Damn, oh that was Throw the flat. That's what I'm talking about. He grabbed his leg. They're gonna get it again. And Kyler Murray's gonna run that shit in.
1: Shy turtle, you remember from Tennessee? Oh, although yeah. Shy Turtle.
0: Although if it if the ball was tipped, there's no pass interference. Oh, holding. It.
1: Redo it? There we, go, there we go, there we go, there we go, there we go. Oh, oh he, in got it. There. he got oh, it. oh, he got it across the plane.
0: Did score. All right,
1: let's do the exact same
0: thing in the second half, and the over's going to hit, baby. God damn it, a good Thursday night game. I will be a son of a bitch.
1: So what happens, you get two two-and-four teams. Yeah,
0: right. Backup quarterback, Andy
1: Dalton. Yep. <clears throat> what did I say earlier? You got Andy Dalton starting on Thursday night, over.
0: <laughs> yeah, over. Bet
1: the wrench on the over. <laughs> Right. Have I told you about my new perfection of the French dip and the Reuben? The turkey? No, no, so it's a it's a half Reuben. It's a French dip Reuben combo. So you got like the marbled rye. Wait, hold on.
0: You called it a Frubian slip. It's called the
1: the Frubian slip. <laughs> but it's a French dip Reuben. So you have got the marbled rye. Yeah. You I like to go half like beef like roast beef and then half corn beef so yeah. you've got like the, the Reuben style and the French dip style I like
0: the texture of roast beef better I've told you this before but like in my house we're an Arby's family like Amber, dude, Amber uh what? Amber her doctor had told her that um, the certain medicine that she'd been taking to get pregnant or whatever would make her constipated and so there was like a couple weeks ago she was like God I'm just so constipated, and I was like, I was like, well, babe, I've got some fiber, and I've got some magnesium tablets, and all this stuff, just take she's like, I'm gonna go to Arby's, and she just went to Arby's, and then ate it, and then two hours later, took a massive shit, and was like, alright, I'm good.
1: <clears throat> As for me and my house, we shall have roast beef, and <laughs> we shall have the meats.
0: <laughs> That's a big Rob Day right there, buddy.
1: And that was back before NIL.
0: <laughs> so, what does he have just the standard, like, uh, like they shouldn't get paid because it ruins the integrity of the game? Or,
1: no, well, I think he's for some reason he thinks that, like, if the schools pay him, it's bad, but as long as it's not the schools, it's not as bad. So, like, he's coming so, to terms, what with, is, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, what it is. Yeah, right. so he's coming to terms with, like, okay, they're gonna get money. But at least the school – so I think somehow he's rationalized that that's not as bad. Um, And then two, he hates the transfer report. Like, he thinks it's ruining college football and it's ruining your fanhood and all that. But he's he's starting to come to terms that, like, he told me, Rob, I can't change it, so I'm just going to have to get used to, like, Burton going to Alabama and, you know, seeing these different kids in different uniforms. But that's how they're going to do it. That's how they're going to do it. And it's like – he begrudgingly has accepted it instead of where he used to be like, they shouldn't be able to do it. Now it's like he's come to terms with it and he's living with it, but he's not happy.
0: Well, I mean, to me... It's only people who, because your dad's like only college football,
1: not NFL, right? He, do, we, we had this conversation. I tried to explain to him um, that in NFL cities, they have fanhoods just like college. You right. know, They have like their Philadelphia all the time. Yeah, and the like Buffalo Bills. Bills, Bills, Bills mafia is arguably it's crazy. than any. The, the Browns. Yeah. Like all these, all these NFL cities have these. But dad, our dads didn't grow up. They grew up in the South where everybody was a Georgia fan. And so I'm trying to explain to dad that right. Like, we didn't even have an NFL. Thing. He thinks that they don't have tradition and all this and the crazy fans and this loyalty i'm like dad they have these communities built up but like players get traded all the time all and they the come time. and go they're just used to it and we're not and he's like well maybe that's part of it but dude uh, it's 100 part of it but he he started and this is and i feel bad i'm not being an ass because i was like a huge georgia fan my whole life and i didn't get into georgia until i was like 27 years old so it's not like a, you know I, a lot of people are like well you're not you you can't be a big georgia fan you don't even go to school there and yeah. i was like But I really love the team, but I. And now that I don't, now that I went to school there, I don't feel like I'm any more or less entitled to be a fan.
0: I forget that you went to school there. Yeah, it's weird that I even went to school at all. That I learned college.
1: Um, I I almost learned Spanish. Yeah. But uh, Dad was like, he goes, you know, and I don't know. I guess just when I was a kid, it was like, you know, you follow the team, and you're like everybody kind of wears the same colors, and and it's like. It's your school, and everybody follows the school, and that's your school and your product. And I was like, Dad, you didn't go to school there, and I'm yeah, like, right, Neither right. did I. Mostly, yeah, right. like, but like, I don't mean that offensive. But like, you're telling me that these Philadelphia Eagles fans don't have this attachment because they didn't go to school there. Right? There's not a school. But, but Georgia, just because it's a school, shit. over. But is that Simmons? Oh, dude, yeah. I love him. He could play any position. But dude, like.
0: Here's the thing, though, with that argument that your dad's making, like it's about the team. Well, in that situation, then the player doesn't matter. Yeah, it's the jersey, it's the laundry like part of the team. Right. It's the it's, red laundry,
1: the, right. the white, whatever colors you have. That's right. the team, and whoever's number. Like when the Braves got rid of Freddie Freeman, so many people were butthurt, and they were either mad at Freddie or they didn't like the new guy. I'm like, I don't care who plays first base for the baseball team. Yeah, whoever it is, I like them unless they're bad, and then right. I don't like them. Yeah, and then right. that's all. It's just merit. I don't care. He's yeah, probably a right. great guy, bad guy. I don't yeah, care. Like
0: the the last time, and probably like when when uh,
1: you're four points away from the uh, over. I know. that's crazy. When
0: uh, when McNair went to the Ravens, I, I couldn't stand it. But I also knew I was smart enough to know like this isn't McNair. He don't want to do this. You know what I'm saying? So, well, like, if anything, I should be fuck the Titans.
1: But it's like, it's such a business to them that, like, as a kid or as a fan, we think of it. How could they do this? But it's oh, like, yeah. it's just their job. Like, get more money. Well, we if, if, if anybody else is at their job and another company says, hey, we'll give you a better job and more money, you probably anybody go to that. Anybody
0: do it. Anybody. But, Except for there are those people who are like, I thought you were a company man. This we're a family here, but like, yeah, dude. Like, here at
1: UPS, he,
0: there, you know, there was lunatics. Like, how could Stafford turn his back on the good people in Detroit and it's like uh, for more money and to live in fucking Los Angeles to have a
1: better li- quality of life? Like, that's like, all it's about. It's quality like, of life.
0: Like, dude, there's like like uh, Mike Trout, for instance. Think about somebody like him. Like, now, granted, it's, he signed these insane deals, but like. Part of the reason that he probably considered, like, yeah, I'll stay with a shitty team that I know I'm never going to get a ring is, is because he's like, this is the best place in the world to live. They're going to pay me a lot of money, and my quality of, like, who gives a fuck? Like,
1: what, what have you of- seen his house
0: yeah, in L.A.? Dude, like...
1: And, it's all mirrors. The whole house is mirrors. I feel like... You, they baby, don't have that in Detroit. You think they have a house of mirrors in Detroit? Baseball, and maybe this
0: is why baseball, like, I'm just not as excited about it anymore, but is boring. Well, yeah, but part of that is because in the NFL and the NBA, you you have people that are like, "Oh, they're just a ring chaser." That does not exist in in professional in baseball. Like really. Like you don't have that one guy who's like, "If I don't win five World Series, then I'm not anything." Like a Tom Brady who's like, "I'm going to go for these championships." When you play baseball, you know that it is so much a team sport.
1: It's an individual sport like it's an, sport, right, like it's an, inside it's an
0: individual of, sport like uh, Football is a team sport, but one one player can absolutely win you but, games. And, but, but in, in baseball, baseball, they cannot. Uh,
1: only the pitcher can. Right. Only Otani only can. Only the pitcher,
0: and he can't play every game.
1: Uh, uh, yeah, Otani can win you one out of five yeah. games by himself.
0: You still, But you still have to have, like just the Braves in the 90s, you still have to have Glavin – and Maddox and Smoltz. You but can't just have one of but them. But that's
1: why, like, in baseball, the only ring chasers you see normally is super old guys that were stars, and right. they're just like... Let the me just only, go to this team. The only thing they... And they're okay with coming off, the like, a Chase utley top player or somebody. They're like, look, I can play every other night and get a title. I've been yeah. MVP, or and I've that's, been... And
0: that's great. I've,
1: I've been an All-Star yeah. 12 times, and, like... Yeah. But in other sports, they go younger because they're like, I need to get the title, I need to get the title. Baseball, yeah, exactly. they, they don't... Until they're already, like career's over and they're like you know what I'll go to the Yankees
0: yeah I could be backup for the Yankees and yeah. I win a title but like in the NFL and the NBA like there's every week there's kind like, of somebody like KD you know Kenny Winning all, Kenny all that stuff And but I fucking love that shit so that was back to my other point of why the transfer portal portal and NIL rule for me because the, the college football is slowly turning more into the NFL, which is a better, better thing for me. <laughs> right. Like, they went to the playoffs, which is better. Now they're getting paid. Uh, now they can get traded whenever they want to. So like, hell yeah. Shit, I'm
1: afraid it's going to be better. Ugh. Oh, no. Wait, hey, I think this is the most, not the worst, but the, just the most uneventful kicker turn in history. Hang on. <laughs> 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 he tripped and <laughs> fell like five feet <laughs> <laughs> like, it wasn't a bad play. Oh, no. It wasn't a good play. It was the most nothing. nothing. Nobody hit anybody. No. <laughs> he just got, like, 16 yards. And he could have just taken a knee and done so much more. He got, like, the league average return and lost three yards. Yeah, right. And nobody – well, you know what? Nobody got hurt. Dude, if I was Today a Today was a good day. If I was a kick returner, this is how, like –
0: You know how, like, uh, in TV shows and movies and stuff like that, a cop will get, like, two weeks off with pay and they're upset about it because they want to work.
1: And everybody watching the movies, like, whatever.
0: Yeah, dude, why would you not do that? Well, like, I feel like. Six
1: months with pay, and I'm like.
0: When I see a kick returner field one from eight deep in the end zone and then run out, I'm like, you could just not do that. No like what no coach doing? would be mad at you if you took a knee right now and got to the 20. None and of them.
1: There's almost all bad outcomes That's from what I'm this saying. business if you decision. Catch, if
0: you catch it on the one or early early in the end zone, whatever. But like if you yeah. catch it deep in the end zone, the odds are, at, bear, at very best, you're going to get back to the
1: 22 or 23 or something if like If you're Tyreek. Yeah. If you're Devin Hester. Yeah, I was going to say uh, Deshaun Jackson. And, and one thing that I, I guess. Deshaun when Jackson, right? Eagles? Yeah, Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Especially returning return punt, punts. He's awesome. Cedric Benson. Cedric, he's dead. Rest in peace. Are you not?
0: When it comes to steak fries, aren't you just like, if I wanted a baked potato, I'd order a baked potato. That's how I compared feel
1: about to. It. So I like the middle. So middle, win, yeah, Wendy's but not the big wedges. Wendy's is about the same thickness as a meat cheese. Like they're the so oh, they're I medium. Even, I don't
0: even know if I consider that medium. I consider that. Well, I guess so.
1: It, McDonald's is thin,
0: and then of course you've got the steak and shake, which is the shoestring, super thin. Yeah, I guess they are. They, are, you're right. They're medium, but I, in my brain, I was thinking about the like, big chunky one. No, no,
1: no, no, no. Like you know how like most time, if you go to like a little local burger place, the fries are medium, yeah, they're right? They're medium. Yeah, and they're and, like and that.
0: As long now, as long as they're crispy, then I'm I can handle that because like a thicker fry requires more of a crisp in order for <coughs> me to enjoy be it because the potato to crunch ratio has to be completely in order. For you know, me. I'm
1: neutral on them. On that, what you're talking about? Oh, really? Every shape and size of fry, I'm the same.
0: Okay. What do you think's more famous, the Immaculate Reception or Flutie's Hail Mary?
1: Flutie's Hail Mary.
0: Okay. So here's here's my pick for the top three most famous plays: Flutie's Hail Mary. We're talking about
1: college and pro all 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 of, all all of, them? All of okay. them. it. Doesn't
0: matter. Flutie's Hail Mary, the Immaculate Reception, and when the band ran on the field. The, they're the fumble thing. Those are the three most, like, I
1: mean. Yeah. But like Stu- is
0: more famous than the Immaculate. Cordell
1: Stewart's held Mary in yeah. college, too, and he's at Colorado was up there with Flutie's. It's like a similar kind of play. Uh Also, the Miracle Music City Miracle's up there, buddy. Absolutely. but Doug Flutie, 225. Way over. Now.
0: I mean, good for him. I mean, like, that's what I'm saying. Facebook should be, remember. because, like. You get people... For someone who hasn't been associated with football in a long time, Doug Flutie gets brought up a lot just because of that play. Anytime somebody's a Hail Mary, somebody's going to say Doug Flutie.
1: Throw that red flag, your head. Tony, you, he got dude, in there. Look, he reached over. Did he not?
0: That's a touchdown. You, Fuck do you, you. Do you remember Testa mints?
1: Yeah, the little uh, uh, Bible break They were mints? just
0: mints for Christians. Yeah, mints for Christians. Like, dude, how, like... That is such a wild fucking thing that they were like, here's the, we're going to market to Christians.
1: Well, you know, Meg and I have an idea to get like our retirement money and it's just going to be a Christian furniture store and just sell furniture. (laughs) Right. But it's Christian. And every Christian will be like, well, I could go to the regular furniture store and pay a little bit less but I could go to the Christian furniture store where there's only Christians. It's brilliant. That
0: is genuinely brilliant. I'm just
1: not shitty enough to do it. That's what I'm saying.
0: I've always thought that if I truly (coughs) have no shame, if you take how decent... I say how decent... I'm a great public speaker. It's literally what I do for a living. And I'm, I'm funny. I can be charming. If instead of working on bits which are hard, I just read from the Bible, which is easy, but with my same joie de vie... You know? Actually, yeah. No, exactly.
1: I mean, let's just get to the the deeper point. You could start a cult. You could be a... Yeah. Pa- I mean, a cult a pastor. would be harder
0: than just being a pastor.
1: Just depends on where you are. The internet, either one could be... The
0: moves are the same because you got to get people to follow you, but with being a pastor... You you're already gotta, legit. You're and already, those people already want to do well, that. Well, I was going to say,
1: you've already got the cosign of the Lord. Yeah, right. So,
0: uh, yeah, you don't have to like convince them, like, we're all going to kill ourselves and wear the same tennis shoes. Like, you can no. just be like, you're going well, to heaven. Dude,
1: even, even a politician, somebody like Trump or somebody who's had a history of not being very Christianly, if you just make the Christians think you're a Christian, they right. will do business do with do, you. They'll do yeah, whatever. Exactly. Uh, in my old world of, of business before I did what I do now, um, I remember specifically meeting with this fella, a gentleman who we were like trying to do a, a property deal with. And, uh, he told me and my boss after my boss had been doing his, I've told you several times about his fake Christian, using the Lord yeah, to right. sell deals. But this guy told us explicitly, uh, I, I'll tell you the truth, guys. I, uh, I'm only comfortable doing business with Christians. He goes, I don't, I don't deal with anybody who's not a Christian. And they sat there and shook hands and made a deal based on that. They were both Christians and that was the whole that was all they had to do Is I love the Lord you love the Lord right. it was like my your mom's name's Martha my mom's name's that's Martha that's such
0: a funny pull it's the
1: it's this. <laughs> but like that my former employer got rich by doing that he yeah. it, it doesn't matter if you deliver what you say You're right. if they think Which that they God have, yeah, inspired you to you. do it and it's dangerous because like he thought that Jesus told him his every thought or at least he told people that they are that there did.
0: funeral homes that aren't christian funeral hunt like i'm i know that every religion must Dude. have theirs but like so you ever is there any funeral home that's just like we're atheists <laughs> i, <laughs> they I don't, don't exist like
1: a pro-choice funeral home. we've talked yeah, about that yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. pro-choice graveyard where that, there's <laughs> not as many regulations on burying the fetus so like yeah, you you can go six inches under the dirt and like stack up 10 12 feet <laughs> eye um but no so here's a little insight to the funeral industry that i just learned about a week or two ago um so and I'm not going to say any names of local funeral homes, but speaking with somebody that works for one of them, um, apparently two of the funeral homes that you would be aware of, that you yeah. know of in your life, they're on each ends of, you know, the highway there. Parkway. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of them is known for, and it's not that one is more or less um, Christian or that God is not welcome or they don't have a little chapel with Bible stuff like they are, but one of them is like um, apparently... People go to that one, it's very proper and very like you wear a tie, everybody's, you know, you dress it perfectly, you don't smoke cigarettes. But like, there's another one that the person I was talking to works at where it's almost like they do more business from word of mouth because it's a place where they like
0: people feel comfortable.
1: People feel, not only they feel comfortable, they go into their coveralls or their camouflage and they go in and like if you go outside after, there's like cigarette butts everywhere. Yeah, you gotta smoke at a funeral. They'll clean up like, you know, Tons of beer, you know, just cases, beer boxes that are outside, and like they're all in the trash can. It's not like they're trash in the place, but right. like these people go to this specific funeral home because, like, when Uncle Larry died, they felt at home yeah, at course. that funeral. It so they'll casual. go back, yeah. And when two months later, when his wife dies, they go back there because they can still smoke cigarettes and feel like casual and yeah, comfortable. Right. So even though they're both very biblical because they're in the Bible Belt here. One of them is, like, a very proper, like, you're going to church, you better whip yourself into shape, and the other one's right. like, you know, your cousin that goes to church on Easter but smokes cigarettes, and...
0: You know what, man? Now that you say that, because you I... You know what I'm talking about, I though? Now that... because I know the particular funeral home you're talking about, and, and obviously, the majority of funerals I've been to have been at that one, but now I'm remembering funerals that I went to at places that weren't that one, and it was way more... Stiff. Structured. Stiff. No, you're... Dude, and I always thought, like, well, I feel comfortable around these people, because I've...
1: You, see you know them
0: But no that is, <coughs> that is 100% That's what they go
1: for That's like part of the business model Well
0: why would, our business model Is to be a better Better people You know And more accepting well, You're so right dude well,
1: But there's a lot of um, Business decisions That have been made Where apparently This one specific one um, You know They'll have Different members suggest We should do this We should do that You know like the other one And they're like No we don't want to be don't like that, that. We don't do anything like that because, not that it's wrong over there, but, like, but we have our lost, own way. Like, yeah, right. we're here for certain people, and then they're here, and whatever you feel comfortable with is fine, but like, we're here for however you want to grieve. If you don't want to have a bow tie on and have to wear a suit, you don't have to. But if you want to, your whole family can come yeah, in and wear a, that's fine too. And then, you know, pap all Levi's over here, and his Levi's, and it's fine. It's so insane <clears> that a funeral <throat> home would want to be not that. Some of them feel like they have to be almost like a A, cath- a cathedral. Yeah, you know, right. It's a we're it's a place where we're respecting the the deceased and like we're making sure that we pray and we're righteous about. But like really, when I, at least when I'm grieving, I don't need that stiff structure. I need to like be chill loose. out and yeah, like
0: like if someone came in here with a hoagie, it would be fine.
1: Dude, if you farted at that particular place. You would get a funny look.
0: Pro- yeah, right. But if you farted in the other one, everybody would just fart. You know They'd say, I mean? you must have
1: had the coffee. Yeah,
0: right. Because
1: <laughs> right. it's gross, but you want it to be gross. You want right. the shitty coffee. Right. You go to the fridge, and all the families have just thrown food in there. That's so another
0: like, thing, too. The other ones don't really have, like, that's a very specific that funeral home thing.
1: You own, And how many of our friends and family have died, and we've gone to one of these two? Not enough. And, like, there's one of them. Where you go in, and there's just a, there's two fridges in there. Yeah, and, was, right. and there's like, well, they have the families now. Here's some food. But then everybody's like, y'all, j- just get it whatever, whatever. you want. And it's just much. like, we got two. <clears throat> it's almost like a, a potluck it's dinner from everybody's deep. like, hey, Smart. y'all are going through the toughest time you've ever gone through. We're going through the fourth toughest time we've ever gone through. Yeah, right. Get some bunt cake. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh oh, football fight. Oh, oh, dude, he body slammed him. Seven years in the league, first you want to see it? Hang on. I do. Wow, he was like trying to step over him. He body slammed him, like suplexed him. All right. So they get a pretty good hit here going out of bounds, like almost head to head. And then watch, he steps over him and he goes, uh uh. <laughs> Holy shit. Boy. Damn. Did you see Jameis getting and, in there? Yeah Jameis is too and, injured to play, but he's bucking up to this dude. The thing Boom. Is, is, like, it's he can definitely make the argument that
0: like, hey, I was just trying to get up.
1: Look at Jameis get, look, Jameis! You're hurt, dude. We we gotta eat a W. Jameis is injured and he's the first one in the fight.
0: That's awesome. But it did work out perfectly where, like, he was just standing up and then probably realized, like, as he's standing up, he realizes what happened, and he's just like, oh. Yeah. Like.
1: Well, dude, if the guy, he was stepping over, and that's kind of a little disrespectful that's a, that's thing. like you disrespectful. You get, you get, you get a, a long catch, a first down, and then you step over the guy when you could have not stepped over. Yeah, him, like, no,
0: it's disrespectful. Dude, he deserved that. Let's
1: see if he got a foul style.
0: Foul style.
1: Foul style. So no penalty? They just said nah. No.
0: I guess because maybe they were like, look, that was clearly an accident, but we understand why you'd react that way. But there's usually not that much nuance to NFL Yeah, I was going to say, they don't normally
1: look into, like, the intent. It's just, did you move your hands?
0: Like, that's nothing but Tom Brady's was Unnecessary Roughness.
1: How is Uh. that not
0: that? Jacked Up used to be... Like that was it. That, that was, was like now they get ever. now
1: they do the you got mossed. Yeah, right and it's like, oh a big he jumped over the guy and yeah. caught the ball. But used to it wasn't you caught the ball, it was this guy crushed knocked a brain, you knocked the shit out of somebody. And, out of the, somebody. And, and
0: like I'm glad
1: that they don't do that <laughs> anymore, but like man that was fun. Boy. I watched Waterboy last night. Did I text you about that? Uh-huh. Dude. I don't
0: think so. So
1: the uncalled penalties and the things that would be penalties now in oh, waterboy yeah, yeah. every play <laughs> yeah, right. every play either they miss a call like the first game i think the waterboy uh, they're they're lo- you know the other team's kicking a field goal to win the game and waterboy gets mad because uh, henry winkler says that water sucks yeah, and Gatorade's right. better well he just crushes the long snapper yeah, and jumps right. up. You, you can't, can't do that at all the but point. then on the plays where he does legal like all his sacks and so- they're rough in the past. Brutal brain damage yeah, every right. single play. And like Is it doesn't matter to Bobby Boucher. He leaves he's, with his head. He's got nothing left up there. But these are college athletes <laughs> yeah. that, like, are still college athletes that all look forty. They weren't getting paid yet.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go home.
1: Oh, that was fun, dude. That was fun. We should do that again. Fuck yeah! Bring your dirt next time. I think that helps me uh, stay awake for the game, especially.